The year is 1993. I'm Dave. I'm Zach. And I'm Charlotte. And this is My Marvelous Year. Hello and welcome to My Marvelous Year, the comic book reading club where we're going through the best of Marvel comics from its origins to today. I'm Zach, your comic book journeyman, and on today's My Marvelous Year, I have enlisted Charlotte into my holy war, my infinite crusade against Dave. Hi guys! Hi! <laughs> Such a yes, jovial high for, yeah. for a holy war. Yeah. yeah so, oh, yeah. No, I mean, no hard feelings. We will annihilate you. We will destroy you for your opinions and your hordes of uh, Twitter followers that you keep unleashing on the My Marvelous Year account. Uh, mm-hmm. You keep doxing mm-hmm. me and using your large followers. Uh, that's not what doxing intim- is. <laughs> intimidate that is, me. That's not how that word works. You uh, put, no, that's you true. put my true. address you know out on your Twitter account so that people show up at my house. They threaten my family over no. my no, very is reading reasonable opinions. Comics, right? That's what mm-hmm. doxing is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Docs is reading is sending. I was trying to send you a package of Dawn of X comics. I said, Zach, is this your address? I made the mistake of doing it on Twitter. So mm-hmm. yes, I doxed you while doxing a package to you of Dawn of X comics. Uh, but yeah, we are going to talk about uh, the interiors of Holy Wars and how they function here on this Infinity Crusade, the the third of the trilogy, the mm-hmm. third of the Infinity Jim Starlin's Infinity Gauntlet, third and, and final Infinity Wars. And then Question. Infinity Crusade. Yeah. It is the third and final for the nineties. Okay. It is the third That's and good. final for the nineties, and there's sort of a a two thousands carryover of sorts. Um, but this is the the proper finale, I suppose, to the Infinity trilogy. And then we're gonna talk about some Guardians of the Galaxy comics that I threw in here because we're already talking Marvel Cosmic and uh and I wanted to touch on I, some interesting stuff that I think is happening in the Guardians of the Galaxy series that nobody talks about. But first, first, Infinity Crusade. Again, you can find all these comics in the show notes. You can find what we're going to be reading next, which is X-Men Fatal Attractions, the event, special guest to join there. Um, you can find all that in the show notes, or if you want the full list of all the comics we're going to read, you can go on over to patreon.com slash mymarvelousyear for as little as $1 a month supporting the show. You can get access to the full spreadsheet updated for every year as we go year by year through Marvel history. Infinity Crusade. Mm-hmm. We love Jim Starlin. I love Jim Starlin. Love him. You love, love Jim Starlin. Charlotte, Charlotte, yeah. how do you feel about Jim Starlin? Yeah, we haven't really talked about your Jim Starlin relationship. Uh, I really like him. I mean, I... Th- oh, not love. Oh, I think I, I'm mostly... I might be a little bit more down on, uh, like, uh, Infinity War and maybe some of his um, early 70s uh, stuff. Uh, I, I remember reading his... Uh, was it just Warlock or was it in some other Strange Tales or something? But like Captain his Marvel, uh, Warlock yeah. and Counter-Earth stuff. And mm. that uh, didn't that's, leave that's a, a huge tales, impression yeah. in my mind. But uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, when he's uh, at the top of his game, he's, uh, he's among Wait, did, the best. Did Starlin do Counter-Earth? I didn't think that was him. I thought that was pre-Starlin Warlock was all the Counter-Earth stuff. I think he did, hmm. right? I think that's all... St- oh, am I wrong I think this? that's all still Jim writing... Um, mm, I don't. I don't I think yeah, the whole. It, it doesn't. It doesn't really matter. You know what? You know what? You might be right, Zach. You yeah, I, I think because be right. all that stuff is pretty boring to me, and uh, <laughs> like I, I really don't think that that's yeah. that's his era. Um, 
That, I mean, if that's if that's not him, then yeah, he's higher than I thought. <laughs> okay, yeah, the Counter Earth stuff is pretty dull to me, and I love like yeah. everything he does in the seventies. Um, th- this is you know we we have a little bit of time. This isn't going to be a ton of comics to talk about. What uh, who do you love so far, Charlotte? We haven't really talked about your you know history of the Marvel. Like what? Uh, just and, real it, quick, it can like, be non comics creators too. Just like you know. Family, friends, you know, <laughs> yeah, family. A, a podcast co-host, so whatever comes to mind. Well, uh, I love the okay. goddess. Uh, bless, uh, she can. She blesses our hearts. But uh, yep. wait, rate, I rate your um, favorite podcast co-hosts right now. One and two. Well, um, and three. <laughs> yeah, include yourself in there. Uh, anyway, Zach, you bully. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Charlotte, I'm sorry. what I was getting comments. at is I'm curious what your thoughts are on Jim Starlin, the man, the myth, the legend, because obviously we've talked very highly of his works. I, you know, I went back and I listened to the two of you talking Infinity Wars, um, or yeah. Infinity War, rather, it, at, which is the sequel to Infinity Gauntlet. I have a lot of time for Infinity War. It is not nearly as highly regarded as Infinity Gauntlet, and it is not as good. It is not as tight, um, but I actually find it very fun. I think it's a fun sequel to Infinity Gauntlet specifically because whereas you have the clear delineation of Thanos the big bad there, then you get to do the fun thing of, and now we have to work with him in order to stop this other threat with the Magus. The challenge with Infinity Crusade is it's kind of doing all of that again, but this time with a... So the, the plot here, right the the you know the crux of infinity mm-hmm. crusade is adam warlock the magus is his dark side right is his evil side but then his good side is revealed in these issues to be this entity known as the goddess okay who and this is like heavily gendered the way starlin talks about it like the magus is like his evil male libido and the goddess is like his feminine goodness okay but the way the goddess is portrayed here is as this altar of warlocks who is good and pure and and deeply, deeply religious, essentially, okay? Um, represents, yeah. you know, like a, a, again, like a literal holy crusade, hence the title, the Infinity Crusade. Um, the goddess... And just kind of an overall spirituality, like her spirituality that is yes. not, you know, any kind of specific uh, denomination or religion, right? That's kind of important here yes like in- and including she... like people who worship you know the sea gods or whatever like uh the namorita or what's her name namor's little cousin uh, namorita yeah yeah it, so yeah, like it, so like the goddess goes and collects through the marvel universe all of the most spiritual individuals okay and this is where mm-hmm. and we can talk about this as the as the comic goes but like this is where things start to get weird <laughs> like immediately yeah. because starlin has to sort of quickly determine Okay, who are the religious characters in the Marvel Comics universe? Um, and some are obvious, right? Like a daredevil. Okay, his Catholicism mm-hmm. is is clear. Um, but then, as the comic plays out, there's certain things like, oh yeah, Sue Storm, her quiet, strong faith in, in and it's all it's regularly assumed that we're talking about Christianity because these are American Western comics. I think, you know, it's rarely yeah. outright stated. Um, but stuff like that where it's Which like, well, it's not really a big part like of the character. Ben Grimm talking about his childhood and like the images, uh, we see a cross on the tomb and like it feels like Jim Stalin thinks he's, Christian, he's a Christian. Which is weird, weird, yeah. Well, Well, I mean, yeah. there is... Yeah, I don't know, actually. To, I don't know, you bring it up. Has Ben Grimm been like talked about as being Jewish? Ben Grimm is so Jewish. No, is, I know he's Jewish, but like, has it been established in the comics so far? That's what I'm confirming, you, you 
crumb bum. Yeah. Uh-huh. Go on. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, you did say, it has been established. He is, okay. he is, I, I believe he has had a bar mitzvah. Um, yeah, because other, in, other uh, characters get like, the, the way that the goddess collects people is that they see the symbol of their religion out in the sky and like, you know, someone sees the Star of David, someone sees, uh, you know, a Christian yeah. cross, someone sees a uh, Atlantean trident, whatever. So, like, who, who is the, the other Jewish character here? It's not Kitty Pride who gets scooped up, I don't think. Moon Knight, um, maybe? Hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. Moon Knight has a general spirituality to them. Um, it, it's a whole list, right? It's, it's yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. kind of doing, it's kind of sectioning the Marvel Universe into halves again, kind of like Gauntlet, yeah. but whereas Gauntlet did it where it was just like half of these players are off the board, what Infinity Crusade does is it puts <laughs> it puts the the spiritual half with the goddess who, who begins manipulating them to some degree and sort of tapping into that and making them her crusaders, and then it puts the other half of the Marvel Universe, the no-good, downright, rotten, dirty atheists <laughs> in another half, <laughs> whereas like they're not actually they're not actually all like oh, I don't believe in God. There's actually a few conversations where Beast is like, oh, I thought I was religious. And Johnny Storm's like, oh, I always thought I was just as religious as Sue. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, so there's some, some <laughs> I like Johnny's weird Storm sort of balancing acts Do I not there. believe in God? Like, I thought I believed in God until someone told me that I didn't. And then I'm like, oh, man, my faith is which totally is, rocked. <laughs> which is, which is precisely faith. how Johnny Storm would become agnostic, <laughs> would be someone telling him he is, as opposed to <laughs> yeah. figuring it out for himself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like I do that. enjoy that. And um, I think but the way yeah, the vision explains the rule is that uh, it's people who believe strongly in God, have a strong spirituality, or just people who have had uh, close encounters with death, I think. Which is like, uh, which yeah, feels yeah. like just a way to widen the the number of people. Like, I don't think Spider Man has ever been portrayed as being particularly spiritual or anything, and I think he's just here because of what happened maybe in Craven's Last Hand or something. Like, he has had something. He has died, quote unquote. Um, but yeah, it just feels like uh, it's an excuse to have the universe divided in basically half, to have half the heroes on the side of the goddess and half against. But, uh, yeah, and it feels like an excuse to bring them into the fold where they don't actually have a role to play in the story at all. Yeah, I I agree. And as soon as I saw that, like, the thrust of this comic was going to be half the Marvel superheroes versus the other half, I was just like, Jim, what are you doing? Like, it's so so strange to me. He keeps kind of doing these when it's so clearly not his strong suit. Like, his strong suit is, like, here's three characters in the interesting, like, very personal zoomed in dynamics between them right like you and and you know using that to illustrate right like larger thematic points but also like deeply personal like psychological stuff about the characters right like but that's it you've got you know you'll have silver surfer thanos and and warlock all bouncing off each other and then other people are little players around but that's it right those are the things so like him doing all these characters i just immediately was like is there a good comic like ever that does the like pits all the superheroes against one another like this is well that's the that's the weird thing about infinity crusade is i'd kind of forgotten how much this is a proto civil war you Mm -hmm. know obviously like we're i won't spoil any details here but like 2006 2007 it's called civil Civil war War event is is pretty big (laughs) in 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 you know the marvel universe it's obviously been adapted for the mcu um, that Infinity Crusade is and, that, but with religious underpinnings, and it is yeah, it is conceptually good. The the crossover like versus events it reminded me the most of was Avengers versus X Men, with the whole like um, okay. 
one side is healing the world basically but doing it without consent like that's also kind of what we saw in squadron supreme mm. um, yeah which uh, which was interesting like to have that id in the in the main uh, uh events crossover but i don't think they i don't think it's the main focus of the events uh quite enough well and that's so like the goddess as an antagonist here so first off she has collected 30 cosmic containment units across multiple dimensions which i find interesting in and of itself right so it's like okay there's Ugh, infinity gems across multiple dimensions multiverse like what's up what if and uh and she makes she combines them all into a big old cosmic space egg which and, is and super like, goofy pretty I mean, did you notice the imagery of like clearly that be, being birthed out of a huge like asteroid vagina <laughs> no, I wasn't paying enough attention. It's a little, it's no. a little subtle until it's, it's, she calls either. down all these asteroids to smash together, and then like if you look for it, you're like, oh, oh, that's like the explosion is like the, the legs, and uh, the yeah. asteroid is the actual like vagina that the space egg is about to like pop out of. Uh, here's here's the thing I'm gonna I'll say. Post it I'm on, gonna I'll declare post it on this as a rule space of comics: vagina. if you have an asteroid vagina, lose the subtlety lose the subtlety <laughs> and just go for the gusto um yeah that i mean that's not surprising at all and and the goddess so like initially the sales pitch here is like let's create heaven on earth right Ooh, baby do mm-hmm. you know what that's worth and so everyone's oh, kind of like okay sure i'm on board <laughs> but then the goddess's plan ultimately is like oh also to do that to do that we have to go full ultron and wipe out humanity right because yeah, we cannot have so paradise boring. with Ugh. with people it's very familiar it's very played out um it is uh, this this event is a slog right i'm doing all this plot to explain yeah. trying to get to the fact that like i love jim starlin i love his comics infinity crusade is a slog there are fun moments i think conceptually it has a spark but it doesn't ever really get into it in ways that are super interesting and zach i actually think he hit the nail on the head which is the starlin stuff that i love and that we in the club have loved it gets in it has so much thanos focus it has warlock focus this event is trying to do it's it's trying to do um everyone in the marvel universe kind of thing and as a result it kind of gets lost and nobody really has appropriate focus we don't really get thanos moments until late in the event um by then it's too late, yeah. you know? And uh, I don't know. Did either of you enjoy this more or find more salvageable about it? it, it it's also oversized. So every issue is like 40 issues yeah. or 40 pages. But weirdly um, not much And it happens. feels long. That, yeah. That's the weird part is that like she gathers all the Marvel heroes. They kind of spin their wheels while she sits in the cosmic egg like prepping her, you know, like holy war. And then it ends in the last issue with her like wiping out or thinking she's wiping out all life. But, like, that's kind of it, right? There's not much more, like, machinations going on. It's just a lot of, like, everybody being like, where are the rest of the heroes? And then they kind of, you know, like, prod. It's it's like three issues of them saying that. It's three issues, 40 pages of pop of everyone sitting in rooms talking about what's going to happen. It's just so strange. He's always been so good at pacing. He's been so good at pacing, and it, it's just, it's so strange. But also, like, where he's best, I feel like, is in the character stuff with his favorites, with Thanos and Warlock and Silver mm-hmm. Surfer, those guys. And yeah. here, yeah. it's the first time it feels like they're the secondary plotline, where in mm-hmm. the, in mm-hmm. even in Infinity mm-hmm. War, we, there was a lot of stuff with the heroes, but the main focus was still on Thanos and Warlock, I think. Which made for better, yep. a better story, a stronger, a stronger focus points. 
I think. Where here, the, because they're secondary, I think Thanos doesn't come in before issue two or three. Um, yeah, the the meat of the story is uh, quite weak. There's not much to it. It is no, it is absolutely quite weak. It, it a lot of it, and and I think one of the stranger things about Infinity Crusade, or one of the one of the worst things, is whereas Gauntlet, you can just read those six issues and you're pretty good. I would say War generally that applies as well. Um, there's a little more Warlock in the Infinity Watch around that time, but uh, with Crusade, like you genuinely have to read some of the tie-ins, in particular Warlock in the Infinity Watch, if you if you're truly here for the whole story, you know, like if you want to know why Pip is showing up with a yeah. crown and godlike powers, that doesn't happen in the event. So it actually demands more reading of you, and it's it's of a less efficient, less compelling story. Um, it it is worth noting here. In my years-long defense of Jim Starlin, uh, he's on the way out, right? Like, there's a very clear sense here that the Infinity, you know, moneymaker has run mm-hmm. its course, that this is the end, literally, but also just, like, emotionally. Like, like he's done, you know? Yeah. Like, this story is over. Um, Warlock in the Infinity Watch is going to be wrapping. Like, this is, this is the end of an era, and it feels it. And, um... It just nothing here works nearly as well as the previous two. Again, I think there are like funny moments, I suppose, probably like generally unintentionally, um, where there's there's little details. Like like there's details in like the first issue where the goddess is making her pitch to all these characters, like, hey, <clears throat> yeah. you have spirituality, come that, let's, that scene is okay, let's, uh, actually. make heaven on earth. Yeah, it's, it, I actually think the first issue works decently. Um, but there's a moment where she goes to Crystal of the Inhumans, and Crystal of the Inhumans immediately just starts bowing to her before anyone else. <laughs> it's like, Crystal, what are you doing? <laughs> Crystal's just like, desperately you see waiting for before she hasn't even finished her pitch yeah. yet. <laughs> yeah, um, I, stuff like that. That's pretty funny. Moon Dragon shouting infidel at Professor X. I always have time for. <laughs> I like. The, um, there's. The, I mean, there's, there's these... some good Thanos stuff specifically with Mephisto. I mean, I like Thanos mm-hmm. and Mephisto bouncing yeah. off of one another. That's pretty good, and the like, yes. especially the very end, like the the very last scene of the entire event is pretty fun. Of uh, of Thanos like kind of double crossing Mephisto, and you know, like not caring at all that he just pissed off the the Lord of Hell, or whatever. So like, that's kind of fun. Thanos' attitude towards Mephisto is absolutely mm-hmm. yeah, delightful. Just completely uh, never giving him the time of day, never taking Mephisto seriously. And just like openly degrading him <laughs> in front oh, of and, others, and like <laughs> it's very pointing adorable. out. I really like that they're integrating the uh, the John Romita Jr. <clears throat> uh, Mephisto design yeah. into this. Yeah. You know, r- just for a minute, Even and if then it's just for a joke. Yeah, yeah, and then he's like, "Oh, uh, you know, I'll, I'll take a form more palatable to your sensitive eyes, <laughs> or something." Yeah. But like, I, I do like that <laughs> that uh, that design is not just going to be a one off from uh, Incenti's run. I do think, too, Infinity Crusade is a little... When you consider, you know, we talked about the 70s um, Jim Starlin work, right? And, like, through Strange Tales uh, into the the end of Strange Tales in, in Starlin's, you know, Adam Warlock War, there's all the stuff with the Magus and the Universal Church of Truth. And I think a part of why those comics are interesting is, yes, there's cosmic wildness and Starlin is, is you know, sort of inventing the for- or reinventing the form in some ways with Marvel Cosmic, um, but it's also, like, it has something to say, right? It's clearly a Marvel comic that is, like, yeah, religious institutions can do great evil. Infinity Crusade actually, weirdly, like, never picks a lane. Yeah, yeah. Like, it kind of, yeah. you know, like, it kind of ultimately is in that same bent 
of Starlins, which, you know, with the goddess as an antagonist who would destroy the world. Um, but it's way less clear. And, and I think it actually, it emphasizes characters' faith and spirituality for a minute, but it never actually taps into, like, okay, if we're going to play that game, if we're going to talk Marvel Universe superhero religions, then play that game. Talk about what that would mean in this world where they have seen all of existence, uh, you know, blinked out by, um, uh, you know, a, a madman mm -hmm. of Titan, yeah. right? And, like, all the—and it's a really—and that's a really hard thing to do. Like, that is— the level of care and craft that needs to go into trying to really earnestly have those conversations is something that I don't think 1990s Marvel was capable of anywhere, you know? Um, and Jim Starlin kind of, like, nods at it, winks at it, and then just moves away. And I actually find that more disappointing, you know? Like, if we're going to do six issues of people just talking, <laughs> like, then have them talk about their spirituality and yeah, what the heck that is like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this comic does not yeah, do that. because there's, know? like, ten different conversations that are just... Oh, maybe she's not that bad. No, she is that bad. And that's all the conversation is between mm. the heroes, I think. But there's no actual, like, basis for that conversation. That's the big problem. Is yeah. that, like, we don't know really, like, philosophically what she's talking about on much of a deep level. And this is complicated stuff. So to kind of just brush over it to just be like, I just want to wipe out evil. And then everyone kind of argues in the abstract about, like, what that could possibly mean. You know, who knows? It, it it just doesn't go deep enough. There's also, like, I just kept trying to think, like, is he talking about, like, is this some kind of group think thing? Like, is he talking about, you know, like, Republicans, <laughs> right, right now, or political parties? Is he talking about Muslim terrorism, right? Like, part of me kept thinking that because he's really using the trappings of, you know, infidel, right, and holy wars and stuff. Yeah, right. And, yeah. You know, this is a time where <clears throat> there is rampant Islamophobia, like running through uh, American discourse, right? A, a time as if that wasn't, you know, uh, from the from like this the seventy <laughs> this and yeah, continuing for, this, yes. this century, you know, was really uh, marked by by that. Um, that uh, that chronology has a start date and then it it, it just has a dash, yeah, right? And, sure. it, and it has not. So ended. Yeah. you know, like yeah. the whole time I was like, because you know, there's a whole thing about oh, the only way to uh, to purify the earth is to you know wipe it out, you know, is to destroy everything, right? So you could draw that to like. Is he just talking about suicide but it bombers, wasn't, right? Like, or is this something else that? But it's not like it's not like um, you know, purge the unbelievers, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. Like he doesn't do that in such a way where it would actually be a holy war crusade. I actually think in taking it further, it actually really diminishes maybe a message, maybe a point. You know, even if mm -hmm, it's a bad one, yeah. right? I, I just think in doing in where his version of quote unquote rapture. Which he literally already did in Infinity Gauntlet. That was a rapture, right? When you had half a, so just, half the population of the universe. You're just saying like kind of a stronger message, even if it was. So, so you, you're saying like Holy Terror, you know, is a, is a better comic than you, you <laughs> wanted at least to take take a stance somewhere. Holy Terror. I I haven't read Holy Terror, but from what I gather, that atrocity it, it's it's fairly comprehensible to tell what the why it's yeah. an atrocity. And I think Infinity Crusade, I think Starlin just, he gets muddled in like a half-baked attempt at a message, yeah. and that is very disappointing. And then really it's just an excuse to have yeah, I, all I, the I did. fight. It's just an excuse oh, to have all and the I, I, I write Holy Terror. Uh, it, it is that. It's really uh, disgusting. But you do know where he lands <laughs> by the end of it, right? Like, it is very clear uh, what he said. I mean, you know, I, I wouldn't want it spelled out, though, right? Like, I, I don't want him to just be like, this is about, well, I mean, I don't want to be, 
I'm glad. I'm glad but, but it's not. It, it needs to. Or at least I don't read it as Jim Starlin's Islamophobia. No, of course. I, but it I'm needs glad to we don't be have like that because I don't think if, that would reflect. If he wants it to be about a lot of stuff, point. it just needs to be like I don't know more complicated and messier, right? Like it needs to touch on more things and ask more questions, and it, it's not you know kind of how like Frank Miller can do with like Electra Assassin. Yeah, and I think the the debates will need to would need to be between the two sides, but be, but because the side of the goddess is completely mind washed. There's no... It, if they had mm-hmm. chosen to join her, there would be an, an actual dilemma. Mm-hmm. An actual, like, oh, maybe maybe she mm-hmm. is right. Maybe, maybe yeah. there's something to, to that. But here, you, you never actually feel like she might be right. You're always, like, you're always kind of on the side of the heroes that are left. Um, so yeah, yeah, I think that element... Totally, right. Like, that, that's uh, that's a really part good... part of what, why it doesn't work. Yep. Yeah, that, that, that's exactly right, right? Because, like, how can there be kind of an interesting debate where you might be, like... Oh, I mean, is there something to this when mind wash or my you know, brainwashing is at play? That's why I think right. the MCU so like, Civil yeah, War yeah, point. was such a good example, in my opinion, of this type of story mm-hmm. because it was actually I thought everyone was given perspective, and you could see the arguments on both sides, right? And I think if you're gonna do a story like that where the heroes get split, that's a crucial detail. Like it is, it is crucial to attempt to understand where people are coming from uh this comic is not interested in that ultimately so i think you know again if you've enjoyed jim starlin's work if you've enjoyed this cosmic odyssey obviously you're going to want to play it out to the end and read infinity crusade um you know of course you can find a full reading order on comic book herald uh i i do think the warlock and the infinity watch stuff is going to add detail obviously that's starlin's baby he's writing it um so it, it plays in pretty clearly um I don't think it's, it's worth just, doing the I mean, whole thing. So it's not stronger. that far removed. I mean, I like it more than Secret Wars do. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> um, it's not that far above it. Like, it's just really not in terms of being a slog. Like, it is a, it is a weighty comic yeah. to get through, and uh, it's not especially. I don't find it. Is, you know, I will say though, it is a kind of fun representation of the Marvel Universe of 1993. You know, where you do get these, if you just kind of, if you enjoy hanging with the characters of this era, like having Sleepwalker have these moments, having uh, oh, Shaman yeah, yeah, wearing his like reverse cleavage, <laughs> like you get these well, very 90s things well, popping. S- Sue Storm in that, like, she's got the, the, the four, four cutout window, cleavage yeah. thing, yeah. And which is insane. What is happening with yeah, Ben Yeah, that's Grimm what right I was going now? to ask. He He's just like got a fun helmet on. <laughs> Yeah, but why? What's going on? What do you with mean, that? why? Some, a guy you can't know? just wear a fun helmet because he's a cool guy. <laughs> he's just wearing like a he's a cool guy helmet. with a cool helmet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Of course, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, there's some. Okay, everybody got it but me, and I'm, I'm, in, I'm in the costumes you know, in there. I'm in the wrong here. Uh, wait, speaking of, of wild. Yeah, I, I mean, I assume something happened to yeah. his face, and he's wearing a helmet. Well, yeah, he was exposed to cosmic rays. Happened in Fantastic Four number one. Uh, it's all stony <laughs> under yeah. there, you idiot. Turned into some kind of thing. I can't believe you missed that detail. Uh. You got to read a little more closely. All right, so any any final thoughts here on Infinity Crusade, or should we move to Guardians of the um, Galaxy? I have a question for you, Dave. Uh, wh- what's mm-hmm. what's going on with Maxim? Who who is that? How dare you? Who's Maxim? <laughs> you have to read. You have to read Warlock and the okay. Infinity Watch to know what Maxim's deal is. Um, at this point in the story, he is still a little bit of a mystery. Uh, basically, he's this individual who shows up. He is incredibly strong, and he hangs out with with the Infinity Watch on their Monster Isle base. Um, so for, for that full story, 
definitely have to read that series, you know, written by Starlin, which which has its moments. I mean, it can be fun. If you like Starlin doing Pip, Gamora, um, you know, low IQ Drax, right? Maxim fits in with that gang. Um, not a character that's had a, that's had a heck of a lot of legs, I will say. Um, yeah. Without going into too much detail. Not a character that comes up super often. Guardians of the Galaxy 3, James Gunn cameo? Could it happen? <laughs> That'd be... <laughs> I don't see why not. Yeah. Yeah, it seems seems like something. I, we're it, we're gonna get into it, but like reading these '90s Guardians of the Galaxy comics, I'm just like, all this stuff is really ripe for like little references and being woven into mm-hmm. Marvel, right? Like we're gonna have so many weird characters here. Speaking of weird um, characters, yeah. Did did you? So <clears throat> yeah, next. Well, hang is, on. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> I was gonna talk about something else. Oh. <laughs> Support for my Marvel this year is brought to you this by Dave guys. Really? <laughs> hey, hey, doing a read. Back off. <clears throat> Support for My Marvelous Year is brought to you by Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. Join over 2 million people worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code MYMY at manscaped.com. Get 20% off at Manscaped, free shipping with promo code MY at manscaped.com. Zach, they sent us the Performance Package 4.0. I've been using it. I use it weekly. I like it a lot. Really nice equipment. Weekly? Yeah, I use the, Whoa, the nose hooked. hair trimmer, right? I just I just keep those oh, puppies okay. trimmed. Um, and and, and mm-hmm. sometimes you got you to gotta just make sure everything's working, you know? Like, here's the thing is, like, the first time I used it, I wasn't trying to get, I wasn't going for perfection. I didn't have seven hours. Mm-hmm. To get perfection, right? Um, so, so every week, you know, little touch-ups, little touch-ups here and there. Um, things are going well. Things are going well. I really like these. <laughs> I really like this equipment. It's such a, it's such a nice, uh, such a nice on. equipment. I use, uh, I use the uh, deodorant they sent. You know, a little cream. Use that on the regular, mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, and things are going well. I enjoy the Manscaped products. I just want to ask: when you said speaking of odd characters, were you talking about our balls? Yeah, I was talking about our balls. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Call my balls an odd character. They're definitely please. odd characters, right? Uh, nobody, the balls are nobody's hero. You don't know, right? The the, the balls are, are not even the hero of their own story. I think uh, is, is fair to say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's all good stuff. I I've really liked the uh, the the lawnmower, which is mm-hmm. their lawnmower mm-hmm. 4.0, which is their uh, just regular clippers. Um. And I agree that the <laughs> that toner good smell and stuff the deodorant it doesn't good. smell too strongly um, either which i appreciate you know like yeah, it's not yeah, it's yeah. not too aggressive well with the yeah smells. you don't want someone just like being like where's that smell coming from it's not your torso yeah, yeah. i can i can it's strong enough that i can tell it's not coming from your torso but it's coming from your your area. right like you're sitting like you're hmm, sitting in your living room with family and they're like what is that smell and you're like manscaped baby <laughs> like you really got okay, it uh, at that point who uh I don't know if we should burn this one today. Tell me, tell me if not, and I'll cut this out. Uh, who in the Marvel universe would manscape? Who in the Marvel universe would? Cha- I, I mean, this is a Charlotte. You're the best at this kind of question. Yeah, you're um, really so good. So I at feel this, like we should definitely throw it to you. I mean, for sure, Clint Barton, right? Oh yeah. I mean, unquestionably. Oh, wait, really? Does he though? Really? Interesting. Because I, I think he's. I thought he would be kind of on scuzzy, either end you know? of the spectrum. It's either all smooth or way too hairy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Gambit. Yeah, Gambit like I oh sure. yeah, Gambit yeah. Gambit would no, Gambit would be like no, Gambit you would like see, you know, like when he if when he wears a bathing suit you can see like hair sticking no, out. Somehow. I think His Gambit is the guy is where really you smell the deodorants. So. 
<laughs> yeah, no, exactly. But yeah. like, that's to cover up his like body odor. Yeah. I don't think he's like. Do you think he's a very clean? Man? I think Gambit smells great. I think if you were ever in a room with Gambit, good, you'd be like, "That is a good smelling man." Too much stuff on. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, thank you, Manscaped, for the support. Um, if you want to support, wait, my I Marvelous have a good year, one. Uh, it's it's Beast, uh, but just just down below. I guess Beast would have to, right? I mean, that's no, but literally just down below, hair everywhere except for oh, just balls. like totally, just totally, just exploiting two the perfectly lawnmower. smooth, well, <laughs> smooth pink balls in a you can't, sea of blue you can't hair. Thank you for that you visual. To, but Appreciate that's it. the only way he can not have blue balls. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Manscaped. Go to manscaped.com. Use code MY. 20% off. And uh, and will actually help out the My Marvelous crew here uh, if you do so. So get some cool stuff. Help out My Marvelous mm-hmm. here. Manscaped.com slash. Well, no. Just manscaped.com. Use promo code MY at checkout. Speaking of manscaping, uh, how nasty was that scene where Rancor uh, scalped somebody? And got, <laughs> that was really gross. <laughs> It was Gross. super violent and yeah. nasty. It's like yeah. one of the most like violent things we've seen in Marvel comics, and shockingly so. Like just totally out of blue. So yeah. So Guardians of the Galaxy issues number thirty-five to number thirty-nine. I threw these in here because one, because we're talking Marvel Cosmic today. Two, because I remember reading these and having a surprisingly fun time, and I was curious if that would hold. I love these comics. They are so fun. They are so just over the top. This is my platonic ideal of a Marvel 90s comic, right? They are not super special. They don't have a message. I didn't learn anything, but they are really fun and having fun with the Marvel Universe. I had a great time with Guardians 35 to 39, surprisingly so. Because, it's again, this is a run mm-hmm. nobody talks about. Yeah. We are in the post-Jim Valentino era of this as well where jim valentino kicks off the series i think he does you know 25 issues or so and then is one of the image founders right one of the image comics founders so we're in the era written by michael gallagher pencils by kevin west we got inks by steve montano colors by evelyn stein i had so much fun with these comics what what did both of you i mean is it is it fair to say that this is the best comic we've read yet for my marvelous year <laughs> it's in contention. Yeah. It's, if we had not read Daredevil number eight and uh, and and uh, Daredevil number one hundred eighty six, like yeah, probably. I mean, yeah. Jokes aside, like this was Wait, very you... very fun to read. Like oh, okay. it, just, it was just like very easy to get through and just wild wild thing after wild thing and seeing character characters pop up. Where I don't know where you're coming from, but I'm glad you're here. <laughs> like join the party. Yeah. Hide <laughs> the yeah. It it does a good. Ju- it does a good job juggling this huge cast of characters that you've never yeah. heard of before. <laughs> like, with a few exceptions. Like, some of the old Guardians. The few exceptions, I haven't heard of most of these, but, like, their personalities came through enough in their interactions and the art that, like, they're just interesting, even if I don't really get their deal. Like, it kind of reminded me of Alpha Flight oh, God. a little bit. Boo. In that, like, I feel like you can... Like, look at the... It's one of these things where it's like, yeah, this doesn't... It's not a thing that matters to the wider Marvel Universe. But, like, here's a weird little corner with, like, a bunch of neat characters. I We're not jo- starting at the beginning here. So, like, we're not being introduced to them. I still couldn't list most of these characters like I could with Alpha Flight. But, like, j- just in that way that here's a, a strange corner with a bunch of characters that, like, probably have this diehard fan base. And, like, to me, I was just like, well, I'm not going to... Like, I don't want to dig into this, but I was fun to spend the time... It was fun to spend the time that we did with Yeah, them. yeah. If, if Alpha Flight was ever this good, I would absolutely apologize. <laughs> I thought that the the cast of characters... First off, like, the old Guardians, you know, those those appear in 
the the build, obviously, right? If you've been reading from Jump, we touched on a few of those issues early on. Um, what gets really fun <laughs> as the era goes on is Guardians of the Galaxy basically just becomes what I kind of wish Marvel twenty ninety nine was, which is just a chaotic future where like so many of the Marvel Universe things you already know and enjoy pop up in future installations, right? So we have Ghost Rider as a Spirit of Vengeance is here. We have Simon Williams still around, but now going by Hollywood, <laughs> which is hilarious. We have A Phoenix. Is that who that is? Yeah, yeah I saw that. I that's they were Wonder talking Man. about Simon oh. Williams at one point, and I was like, oh, so he he appears there at one point. I didn't make the link that he was Hollywood. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't either. And also, I was like, this guy <laughs> sucks. Just a guy walking around calling that's himself Hollywood. That's because he's Wonder Man. Like, yeah. Well, he still he still sucks, but look. It's kind of fun. Yeah, no, it's super fun. And then, and obviously, like, and then as the series progresses, it gets, it it just pulls no punches. Like, it just goes further and further down the Marvel Universe cameo rabbit hole, you know, where it's, okay, Dormammu's a big threat here in in this cosmic future, which, sure, why not? Um, Doctor Strange shows up as the Ancient One at one point, which is super fun. And then he Mm -hmm. dies, like, immediately. Yeah. Like, like they yeah. throw them out yeah. there, and then they're like, and we're not even going to linger on this because we have bigger and better ideas. And there's a whole Doctor Doom subplot that is delicious The and Doctor wonderful. Doom stuff is my favorite. I, I mean, this that, comic that stuff has is so Doctor Doom wearing claws Wolverine out. skeleton. You can't fail at this point. Like, Doctor Doom implanting his own brain into Wolverine's yeah. skeleton uh, is so cool. Yeah. It's delicious. <laughs> and, like, so badass. And, like... And that Rancor attacks him with one claw that she had, like, broken off. And he's like, I still have five. And he pulls out uh, his claws. Super yeah. cool. Yes. Rancor is, so <laughs> Rancor here is this future uh, possible descendant of Wolverine. Clearly uh, sort of worships the legacy of Wolverine. Dresses and looks exactly like Wolverine down to the hair. Um, just with better cleavage. And she carries around one Wolverine claw. Right, which Doctor Doom has given to her, uh, but then it's revealed that Doctor Doom kept the other five in his armor. And not only that, but as Rancor thinks she is killing Doctor Doom, uh, Doctor Doom reveals, "Oh, BT Dubs implanted my brain in Wolverine's adamantium skeleton. I can't be beat. Also, I'm a dope skeleton robot. <laughs> it, yeah. is, it is the coolest. It is the best Doctor Doom moment um, from 1993 until." Probably 2002, <laughs> I oh, say. Wow. I'm just going to throw that out <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Because um, I, I do like him in, in <clears throat> Infinity War, so I don't know if I can run yeah. it back too much further. Uh, these comics are so fun. They're just they're goofy and wild and chaotic, and I, I wish more Marvel Universe comics of this era had this just sort of passion and, uh, and enthusiasm and energy. And, and to your point, Zach... If you're following the actual major victory, Charlie 27, Starhawk, you know, original Guardian story, they get their moments. They get their beats. It's not all just yeah, cameo central. Yeah. Um, although by the end of this, like once so like once Loki appears, starts talking about Inhumans, I was like, we have jumped the shark and I am so here for it. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, everybody gets their time, too. It's just these are so fun. I love them. Yeah. There's a there's a, a yellow jacket here who's like a new a new member of a, like a, a hope Van, or not hope Van Dyne, Janet Van Dyne. And uh, who else? Yeah, it, it, a couple more cameos. But, like, it does feel like one of those comics. It feels like, um, oh, oh, uh, what's the, the Alan Excalibur? Davis X-Men yeah. thing? Excalibur. Excalibur. feels like Excalibur where, like, I'm, I'm surprised I haven't heard about more people being, like, these quiet diehard fans of this. Right? Like, I guess maybe it just doesn't have the X-Men stees and that's what gets people to want to devour everything about 
uh, some different comic. I, I, comic I don't runs. see conversation like, about the post Valentino era specifically of this run, like hardly ever, mm-hmm. right? Like even even in the yeah. build to like Guardians movies, when there's only like three runs people can talk about yeah. <laughs> you know i guess there's more now um but even then people were like yeah there's a series in the 90s i don't know i'm like yeah there's a series in the 90s and it's great <laughs> it's so fun yeah 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 uh i agree yeah it was fun this was a fun little like it, it does go down really quick we read five issues and somehow like they, they're dense like a lot of stuff happens but they don't read uh they're, they're not yeah. i can read, read all five so, of these in the uh, time it takes to read one infinity crusade yeah basically yeah <laughs> more or less yeah it's not much of an exaggeration. Yeah. Okay. So best um, comics of the club so far. I think we can all agree. <laughs> um, and and I guess the thing I, too I'm is like I'm not desperate to like keep reading this series. You know what I mean? Like as high as I am yeah, on this, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, it's exactly. not like yeah. oh my gosh, I gotta know what happens next. Um, but I do think it's it's really worth pointing out. Like there's there are these corners of Marvel even in this you know this era where like we're pretty down on the main event and then it's like yeah but guardians of the galaxy sneakily quietly uh doing very very interesting enjoyable stuff which again like mm-hmm. if you look at what we've read so far this year you know what it what has been quote-unquote fun yeah you know and i think like venom know, lethal protector brings a little bit of that here and there it can be funny okay. a little yeah. bit um but like otherwise like slog after slog after slog it's been a rough year, yeah. Like Spider Man Two Hundred is the only like that's a good one unequivocal win. It's not fun, but it's this good. Whole year so far, yeah. I I like that comic a lot. Besides that, like that's the only thing that I'm just like, yeah, I'll go back to that comic. Like this was fun. I'm just I'm not gonna yeah. Dip back no, I just think these. there's a, there's a real I, seriousness and sort of a post Watchmen in the water, you know, with these things, yeah. and mm-hmm. it's it's yeah. not to the benefit of Marvel Comics. Yeah, and it feels like mm-hmm. it's just yeah, I, I free agree. to run wild with uh, a variation of characters. Like, they can't actually use the characters from the main timeline, but they, by using characters with similar names, similar appearances, and all that, it feels very free to play with uh, some stuff that could probably not happen in um series that happened in the main timeline. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you you couldn't have uh, Doom in uh, Wolverine Skeleton fighting uh, a reverse... Uh, Wolverine, you couldn't have a uh, old Doctor Strange fighting in space, like that. That's some stuff that's very fun mm-hmm. to read, and that feels kind of like a, a mini fun event. Like in a way, that's kind of what I wish Excalibur yeah. was more of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think this pulls off yeah, the Excalibur. Yeah, yeah, you know, sort of alternate timeline, almost alternate reality, a lot more effectively for my money. Um, you know, one thing I had forgotten till issue 38 here actually which has the beyonder show up is that technically this guardians future is a different it is actually a different timeline yeah um i i thought it was like oh this is you know year 3000 it's a possible future of our actual marvel universe no it's like it is officially a different timeline this is not none of these characters are locked into this future or anything like that which marvel 2099 kind of flirts with um, you know, because in this in issue thirty eight, the Beyonder shows up, and like Secret Wars never happened. I think is the way. Uh, which which what a sad universe to have no Secret Wars. That that makes me that makes me a little sad. <laughs> is that it I fair to say that yeah. this was uh, the best yeah, comic with play. the Beyonder in them, like as an actual uh, character? Because that wasn't Secret Wars two. Yeah. that wasn't Secret Wars three. So yeah, this is probably the best appearance by the Beyonder. <laughs> that's probably true. That I I think that's fair. All right, so yeah, these comics are definitely recommended if you skip Infinity Crusade. Check out these. They're fun. Yeah. Uh, coming up next, 
Oh, and uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. By the time this episode comes out, new Guardians of the Galaxy uh, video game coming out. So, like, Guardians are bigger than... Whenever by... When does uh, that come out? That comes out that soon? Comes out the 26th of October. Damn. Oh, all right. And uh, you know what? Like, I could... I don't really care about the Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, I'm not that... I like like the movie's fine, but, like, there was that Telltale Guardians game that I was not that jazzed about. But the the company... uh, developing it is, is idos idos montreal idos and uh they're the ones who make the uh well, i guess they made marvel avengers but they make like deus ex i think they make the hitman games um and those are great well marvel uh, avengers uh, is i think uh not great um, i have yeah you know for it being a not great game i have probably put as many hours into that as like as like any new game <laughs> of the last, you know, like like with the exception of like PS4 Spider-Man yeah. of the last couple years, like I've been playing the because like, they keep releasing new characters. So like I've been playing the World of Wakanda mm-hmm. stuff lately, and and just kind of seeing like I'm curious what new characters. I, the new character stuff in Marvel Avengers has actually been good. Like I enjoy it. I, I've heard, and it, it's them desperately trying to be like, please, this game has to run. This has to be a uh, like a forever uh-huh. game, like a Destiny uh-huh. Two. It just you know, it doesn't work as a forever constantly. game. It just doesn't work at all as that. Yeah. But, but right, the and they, they are just fun. like we need it to work on that level to make any money. So we're going to really invest. Yeah, in yeah. To make that no, work. like the yeah. Kate Bishop stuff's cool. The Clint Barton stuff's cool, and I'm enjoying the Black Panther stuff um, quite a bit. Right, honestly, heard. it's fun. Yeah. But uh, okay, just just FYI, I I was wrong. So this this company has made the uh, all the cool Deus Ex um, like sequels, like Human Revolution and Mankind. And one Tomb Raider game that uh, okay. is reviewed. Which well. one? So they did not make the Avengers one, and they did not make Hitman. So, um, so yeah, interesting, yeah. interesting I, pedigree. I am, I'm I am interested by that game. I, I would be way more yeah. interested if we could play several characters, not just Star Lord, which sounds like a very dumb decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a weird. That's yeah, a weird. We'll, yeah. we'll that bummed me out I mean, when I heard I'll that. Wait for some yeah. reviews. Yeah. Yeah, 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 definitely. I mean, I, you know, I also, I've had, I've still, I've had a copy of Avengers. Like, I got a code for it when I bought a new CPU, yeah. like, over a year ago at this point. Something like that, like, last fall, last uh, December or something. I got a CPU and uh, got a code for Avengers, and I still haven't installed it on my computer. Uh, I mean, I, maybe, I, I said at the someday. time, and I stand by this, like, if it wasn't a Marvel game, I would not recommend oh, yeah. it to anybody. Sure. Yeah, which is why I'm, you know, I'm kind of just like I, I, I might check it out a couple hours. I've heard the single, the single player campaign's a little fun, especially for free. Yes, you know? yes, and it won't, it won't take you too long either. Um, all right, so video game wrecks. That's how we're gonna end every episode. <laughs> um, I think we'll. Go oh, uh, here, all right. In that case, uh, Spelunky Two. It's a great game. It's my favorite, favorite game of 2021. Okay, Charlotte, what's your favorite game of 2021? Uh, I don't think that I've played any game that has come out in 21, but. Uh... Uh, play Undertale, I guess. <laughs> I mean, Spelunky Two didn't come out in 2021. It doesn't matter. It came out last year. Okay, well, play it. Yeah, do, do you think Zach again. actually recommended a best of for a year that came out the year he's <laughs> he's describing? Zach has never once done that. His favorite comic of 2020 was uh, 1971's <laughs> Will Eisner special. <laughs> yep. Oh, All right, Char- Charlotte. What was your pick? I'm sorry. Oh, I, I mean, I said Undertale, which was kind of a joke answer, but one. also like you can. She's not a real Undertale gamer. If you want. Yeah. Okay. And my favorite game so far this year has been God of War. <laughs> I, beat, <laughs> I beat God of War. That was definitely my favorite game. Uh, I also played an, an un, unreasonable amount of Fallout 4, which is not my favorite game of the year, but I did play an absurd amount of that. Mm. Thanks for listening, yeah, everybody. You can find uh, all of the, the ways to support the show over at patreon.com slash mymarvelousyear. Um, you can find the social accounts at mymarvelousyear, where you can talk to Zach if, uh, if that 
tickles your fancy. I'm Dave. You can find my stuff at Comic Book Herald. Uh, Charlotte, where can people find you? <laughs> Make it sound like a fetish to like want to reach out and oh, say Oh, it would hello. have to be. It would have to be. Um, you can find me on Twitter <laughs> at uh, Fiero Charlotte, and you can find me on the Slack. Cool, cool, cool. And we will be back next week talking X-Men Fatal Attractions with Dr. Anna Pippard. That should be fun. And I'll figure out how to actually accurately pronounce that name by then. Um, all right. Thanks, everybody. I bet, I bet you got it right, Anna. Anna sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> it could be Anna. I don't know. Uh, all right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And we will see you next year. See you, see you next, next year. year.